0: Hi and hello and welcome to episode 10 of Your Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Bamford. Episode 10. I'm sure my three or four regular listeners never thought we would make it to this milestone. I'm a part of a few uh, podcasting groups on social media. And this is like a baby's first steps in the podcasting world. Making it to... 10 episodes But you may have noticed That old Big J Starting to have some advertisers Starting to get some sponsors That's right I'm moving on up Now any sponsors that Will be on this podcast Will be Vetted by me I'm not just going to um, you know, have a company throw money at me, and I'll say whatever they want. Actually, that is true. Please feel free to throw as much money as you want at me, and I'll say whatever you want. But for the most part, it'll be, you know, products or services that, you know, I'm familiar with or that I've looked into. You know, once I get introduced to a sponsor or matched up with a sponsor, however you want, however you want to say it. So please, uh, you know, feel free to support. You know, any and all of my sponsors. It will definitely help to keep the podcast free for your listening entertainment. But, on with the show. Uh, This is uh, Sunday, my usual recording night. I definitely had a long, exhausting weekend. Yeah, mostly good. Took the... uh, the old family vehicle into the shop for a couple of nails in the tire I guess that's what we get for trying to keep tabs on the progress of our our house being built you know that whole street is having houses built you know up and down it so you know nails and sharp shit you know will fall off the trucks and what have you so that was irritating got to have a little bit of cardio you know walking back home from dropping the, uh, the vehicle off But I'm sure some of you are already thinking, can the beginning of this podcast be any more fucking boring? I'm sure you guys don't want to hear about Nails in My Tire. So let's talk Disney. Took the kids to Disney again today. We went to uh, the Hollywood Studios. Um, That was someplace I haven't been in a long time. It was so long ago that I, I couldn't even tell you how old I was. But it was, uh, I mean, weather weather wasn't as good as the last trip. It was pretty fucking hot. But, uh, you know, it's really cool. Um, you know, pretty crowded. But we definitely saw some uh, some cool shows. Uh, they had this uh, uh, this toy, we went to the new Toy Story Land. That was, uh, that was a trip. And I mean, in that little area... It's like, apparently you have to get in there, you know, quick. Because even with, you know, the Fast Pass, you know, you're still going to wait a little while, you know, to get on some of these rides. And I'll be waited about an hour to get on this, uh, oh man, I don't even remember what it was called. It's similar to that Buzz Lightyear ride in the uh, the Magic Kingdom. Except it's like a 3D deal, and it's like, the, you know, you're in the little pod, and you have these little cannons and you know they you know spin you around in front of a screen, and then like sometimes you're shooting little darts at these balloons, and then it goes to another one, and you're you know knocking plates over, you know, with the army guys from Toy Story, and it was it was pretty cool. You know the kids seemed to to have a great time. Yeah, we saw this. Uh, you know, we waited a long time for this uh, Beauty and the Beast show, and that was even with the uh, the Fast Pass. And, I mean, it was hot, and we're all just waiting. Of course, you know you can't bring strollers anywhere. You know, God forbid. Yeah, you know, we have a good stroller, but it's just, you know, the kids, you know, everybody was hot, everybody was sweaty. So we're like, oh, at least, you know, we'll go and see this show. It'll be nice and air-conditioned. And it was not. It's almost like the uh, the shampoo show, where it's like an outdoor amphitheater. And, that, you know, the show was really good. I mean, it's like a, a watered-down version of the, the Beauty and the Beast movie. I mean, you can see they put, you know, some, some money and effort into it. Obviously, you are not going to show you the whole, you know, two-hour movie. But it was, you know, at first I thought the kids were going to get bored with it. I think mostly because, you know, we waited so long for the show to start and then, had you know, get out to the seats and then wait longer. But, uh, you know, just the part of the end where the magic turns the the beast back into the guy. You know, just to hear Logan say, what? You know, as soon as the little special effects happen, you know, that was, that was pretty fun. And after those first two um, shows, I don't know if you call them shows, like we did the Toy Story thing and then the Beauty and the Beast show, we went to eat at this, oh God, this outdoor cafe area. I want to say Rosie's or something like that. It was in like a little sort of cluster of restaurants where you're mostly sitting outside. And, you know, for theme park food, my burger was incredible. It was this... You know, onion and cheddar burger. And, you know, you're going to pay the Disney prices. But, uh, you know, I definitely recommend it. And we did the mobile order. We managed to find a table. We just ordered the food, and they gave us a little text message, let us know when it was ready, walk right up to the window and grab it. All the rest of the, uh, the riffraff, the peasants, are sitting in line, you know, waiting forever to get their food. That's uh, usually I don't I wouldn't rant and rave about any kind of theme park food mostly it's just empty calories to shove in your face so you don't pass out from the heat. This was a, this was a really good, you know, and, and everything that everybody ate, you know, everybody was just kind of like, oh wow, this is really good, this is really good. And so that was a nice little nice little bonus, you know, instead of having just, you know, a plate of salted grease, you know, like going to like Applebee's or something. It was nice to have, you know, a decent meal while you are, you know, sweating your ass off. But after lunch, we did go to the uh, this Muppet show, the Muppets uh you know, 3D, you know, Muppet Vision little show. And I've always had a, you know, special place in my heart for the uh, the Jim Henson's crew there. Yeah, I remember growing up, you know, watching the Muppets and then the, the Muppet Babies cartoon as a kid. So that is, and most of the humor is pretty, you know, cheesy. You know, it's definitely geared towards, you know, the family entertainment and the kids. I mean, the jokes are corny, but it's just, I don't know. It's one of those, one of those things that's always tickled me, I guess. And that was a, a 3D show. A lot of shows are going to 3D. Um, when that technology first came out, it used to make me fucking sick. Oh my God. I could barely even... You know, put on the glasses. But now it's like the technology's improved enough. Where, you know, I can watch it without getting dizzy. And this show was... Uh, this show was pretty cool. You know, with the 3D effects and what have you. And the jokes, you know, were, were pretty funny. I like how... The area that you kind of wait in once you get inside the building... Is meant to look like the backstage of, like, a theater. I thought that was pretty cool. But, uh... Then... Last but not least, Star Tours. Now, anyone that knows me, and most people that don't know me, can probably figure out pretty easily that I'm a Star Wars nerd. And uh, I'm just, my little sci-fi, you know, brain cells are just salivating at the thought of them building the Star Wars land of Disney. And who knows when that's going to be finished. I'm sure I can look it up, but I'm not going to. But uh, in the meantime, they have a couple of random little Star Wars things. They have these little outside shows. Um, that's you know they have that's where they bring the kids on stage and have them you know with the lightsabers and what have you. And then uh, they have something called Path of the Jedi. I, I don't even know anything about it. Um, we didn't get the chance to really go in there um, we had by this point you know between the walking around and the food and seeing random little bits and going to see the characters because we got the little autograph books for uh, Grayson and and Logan to go up and see the characters. We got to see, you know, Buzz Lightyear which, man, I feel sorry for that poor asshole inside that suit because, I mean, not only are you wearing all that gear but it is, like, that heavy plastic and he's standing right in the sun I'm surprised, like, every five minutes they're not just dumping, like, bags of ice and down the back of this guy's costume I mean, even all our pictures, I mean, they came out, you know, nice, but we were all kind of squinting as the sun was right there. But, uh, you know, they got the little autographs. You know, Buzz had a a little stamp. It's it's because you think with all that plastic shit, he couldn't move his fingers very well. But just, you know, the kids get so excited, and it's like, I don't know, even as a young adult, you know, seeing these characters, I wouldn't really give a shit. And that's one of those weird switches that flips... Whenever you have kids, yeah, my whole life, yeah, you know, everybody that had kids would always tell you, "Oh, it's different when it's your own kid." It's different when it's your own kid, you know. And and of course, you know, now that I have to admit, to all those fuckers that they were right. I mean, the thought of you know getting another human's poop on me used to make me gag. But I mean, all three of my kids have shit on me multiple times, and it's just. It's just something that happens in my life now. It's like every now and then I'm gonna get poop on me, and this is something you just kind of roll with. But you know, the kids, seeing the kids, you know, they they light up with the you know, the Disney characters, seeing Goofy, and some of them had like Goofy who had a Santa outfit. So we got some great pictures of the kids with you know these characters, you know, Chip and Dale. They were fun. I mean, even uh, Olaf from uh, from Frozen. Which is you know made Disney so much money. I think it's you know instant classic. It's going to go up there with you know the Snow Whites and the you know the Bambies of the Disney movie collection. But uh, there was somebody you know, in an Olaf costume, and you know that lucky bastard he was inside, you know in an air conditioned room. So I'm sure that uh, doing that allowed them to have the character out there longer. But whoever was in that, I mean Olaf was was fun would, you know dance around with the kids and you know stuff like that. it was cool to see them interactive instead of just you know just standing there like statues you know, but that was real fun, yeah, seeing the kids with the with the characters, but back to star wars um i don't I'm not sure what that path of the Jedi show was. Um, I probably should check it out, but star tours I hadn't seen Star tours. Fuck, I must have been what, 10 years old, 12 years old. I don't even remember. And, uh, but they've updated it, and it's fucking awesome. And as a surprise, because we were all going to go in there, and then we realized, you know, it's, uh, you know, my family, and then, uh, you know, like another family member was with us. And uh, we realized it's like, you know, they, my, Two oldest kids met the height requirement, but of course we have Isaiah, you know, who's not even a year and a half, and you know, there's nowhere. This is that ride where they strap you into the chair, and the chairs jerk around and move, and you know, you can't be hanging onto a baby. So unfortunately, Isaiah wasn't able to even go in there, which he probably would have freaked the fuck out anyway. Which uh, oh, and he freaked out with the characters too, and uh, and I think uh, maybe if they. I don't know what it is about the characters to freak him out, but, but Woody over in Toy Story, I mean, maybe it's because he's tall, because in that costume, the dude's like eight feet tall, and he leans over and says, Howdy! you know, And the kid starts freaking out. But, uh, and also Goofy you know, freaked out Isaiah, too. I guess if the characters just get too close, he just gets so nervous about it. And I think part of it is he he hasn't really grown up with those characters yet. I mean, he's, he's only, he doesn't watch a lot of TV. I mean, he's one and a half... So his entertainment's pretty limited. Um, so we're trying to you know expand his horizons with you know certain TV shows and movies, just so he's not you know, traumatized by these characters when he sees them in real life. And uh, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, Star Wars. So you know Isaiah couldn't go on the ride. So the people at the front, they say, because you know, we had fast passes. And those things are you know limited. You only get you know a couple per day, and blah blah blah. You know all these you know, rules and regulations, and we don't want to waste one. So they said, listen, you can just swap out. You know, so we can all go. I mean, Cynthia stayed outside with Isaiah, and originally the point was for her to just go, you know, with one of us again. They said that we can you know use an extra one, and uh, you know, so we go on there. The kids love it. I mean, that one's three D now, but it looks awesome. And they've, you know, the show we saw, it had scenes from the prequel trilogy, as well as, uh, you know, a couple of scenes from the original trilogy, which was kind of cool. And then we get out of there, and uh, there's like a the little, I don't know if you call it the exit lobby, I'm not sure what the, the word is, but, uh, you know, Cynthia's waiting there for the baby, but the baby fell asleep. So then I asked one of the staff, I said, listen, we had the extra fast pass, can I just take my boys through there one more time? And yeah, they were real awesome. They were like, oh yeah, sure, no problem. You know. And then you know, we'd already turned in our 3D glasses. And then they, she just said something through her little radio. She's like, oh, right this way. We got taken through this weird back hallway like we're some kind of VIPs. And then like we get up there and there's a staff member right there through this other weird hallway. And she just says, oh, right this way. Come right over here. You're going to be in this next little thing. Let me get you some 3D glasses. You know. While the rest of the peasants had to wait outside in the heat. But uh, and we're waiting to go on. This time it's just me and, and Grayson and Logan. And uh, we're waiting to go in there and there's a guy in the same little row as us. And he was with, you know, an older kid. know, was maybe 12 or 13. And he sees Logan, you know, who's obviously a little kid. And he's like, oh, you think he might get scared? And I was just like, hell no. I was like, we just came from there. He can't wait to get back in there. <laughs> so that was awesome. You know, the kids, uh, that's kind of their first taste of, of Star Wars. I know some of the movies, and cartoons, I and mean, even some of the cartoons can be a little mature. You know, so I'm gonna wait, you know, maybe another couple of years to, yeah, you know, before I hook them up with all this nerditry. But uh, they both love the uh, the show. But, but as a nice little surprise, you know, for my you know pudgy little nerd brain, the second time we went in there, the show was different. It had all this. I mean, the, the beginning was kind of the same. But like once the show got started, it's like it had footage and scenes from the two newest movies, from uh, the Force Awakens and uh, the Last Jedi, which was so I was totally unexpected. There was gonna be a totally different show. I was expecting to still be blown away again by the same show. So that was a nice little you know, icing on the cake of getting to go back in there again. Um, was to have that extra little show and like just to hear the whole time. You know, the kids just having so much fun. And every time we would go to the light speed they would both of them just go, whoa, and the chairs. It was just, it was a blast. So I recommend that that Star Tours. You know, they've really, uh, you know, put some effort into that show. I mean, it's Disney, so you know they're going to, you know, put the Disney effort in there. Yeah, you know, but it was nice to, to see it updated. Not the same kind of show from the 80s that I barely remember. But all in all, it was a pretty, uh, it was a pretty good day. Um, I've noticed on the on TV they're you know they're playing the Christmas, not even December and they're already playing the Christmas. You know, the not the music, the music is fucking everywhere and it's awful. I'm so sick of Christmas music. You know I like uh, Michael Bublé as much as the next guy, but oh my god, I can't stand it. But uh, they're putting a lot of the Christmas movies on. You know back in the day. Because I'm so old now that I say back in the day, they would play them you know once or twice a week. But now it's like 24 hours a day. You can find some kind of Christmas movie, whether it's the original Grinch, which I didn't realize was only about half hour long. I thought it was a longer movie. Maybe because we got you know that Jim Carrey movie that was like a full length feature, and then this new Grinch movie that's coming out, or if it's already out, I'm not sure. And then all the other you know quote unquote classics, the original. Not the claymation, but like the stop-motion Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Which, of course, all the fucking hipsters and all the snowflakes and all the millennials and whatever else you want to call them, all the oversensitive pricks are complaining about Rudolph. They're like, oh, you know, he was bullied, and he was bullied, and all of a sudden he's useful and he's not bullied anymore. You know, it's way. You know, the movie was made in, like, what, the fucking 40s? It's like women couldn't even vote back when that thing was made. and Most of those movies were made, you know, so long ago that the culture was completely different. I'm not trying to justify shitty behavior, obviously. But it's like, it's a kid's movie. You know, most of the time the kids aren't going to pick up all those, you know, subtle underlying social issues. You know, so they're talking about how, oh, when they're delivering the toys, they have the, all the toys on the island of Misfit Toys. There's that bird who couldn't fly, yet they threw him off the edge of the fucking sleigh. But, hey, you remember when he said he liked to swim? You know, so he probably landed in water. Who knows? But it's like, I'd like to have, you know, some kind of family traditions. You Maybe we'll pick a couple of these movies and watch them. You know, like around the holiday season. Yeah, maybe we can get a movie for every holiday. We'll start with, you know, Halloween. We'll watch The Monster Squad. Anyone who hasn't seen The Monster Squad, you should do yourself a favor. If only for the part where they uh, hit the Wolfman in the nuts and one kid says, Wolfman's got nards. Something about that has always tickled me. And I'm sure there's a Thanksgiving movie that we can watch that isn't a Lifetime. Then we'll pick a couple of Christmas movies. It'd be nice to start just, you know, your regular... I don't know if you still call them traditions. It was like once we, you know, get our routine and get settled into the new house, you know, have like... Even if it's a couple times a month, like a family game night, you know, that corny shit. And when my family can watch me get, you know, the goddamn anxiety playing Operation. You're sitting there sweating over that stupid spare rib like you're defusing a fucking bomb and you get like so close and you're breathing heavy and then... Fuck! Every time. And it's usually with that game, it's usually the spare rib. Or what's the other one? The, uh, the, oh, God. Isn't the ankle? Like the wrenched ankle or something like that? Oh, that thing's a bastard. But one thing I do want to uh, try to start. I know that it's... I mean, this episode's all over the fucking place. That's what happens when you get to ten. You lose a little bit of your sanity every ten episodes. But of course, you know, I love all your love and support. Without which my empire crumbles. It's I read a uh I'm on Reddit every now and then. And Reddit is mostly a toxic cesspool um of hatred and garbage. Now Twitter is more than that. I and I have a Twitter and it's just I wish I could, you know, find some 13-year-old to show me how to use all this fucking social media. You know, I have an Instagram. Instagram doesn't seem to be as bad. So I'm hearing a lot of talk of these quote-unquote influencers and the whole concept just sounds stupid. But uh, you know, Twitter is, Twitter is the worst. It's like a toxic cloud of, of negativity and complaining and bitching. And, but I still have it. So eventually I'm going to need all that shit so I can promote the shit out of this podcast. Especially now that Big Daddy J's is making some money. Now, you know, it's gonna take a long time and a lot of listeners to help making the real bucks, but it does feel nice, even if it's you know a few pennies, you, know, you get paid for doing something creative. I just realized it's already December 2nd, yeah. I hate to sound like one of those, you know, annoying old guys, but it's like, how the fuck is it December already? I think part of it is because in Florida the weather hardly changes, it's always so goddamn hot that you don't really notice all of a sudden it's, you know, this time of year, besides all the wonderful music. But we have been, you know, pretty fortunate, pretty blessed. Too blessed to be stressed that we managed to, you know, get gifts for people that we care about. Maybe a couple for people we don't give a shit about. And it is nice, you know, it's... You know, I'm at the age now. And I've even told Cynthia, it's like, most of the time I feel guilty spending the money on myself. You know, unless it's like, you know, birthday, Father's Day, you get know, like gift cards and stuff like that, but it's like... You know, usually unless it's something I need... It's like, oh, you know, I've blown the toes out of all my socks. You know, I need a new pair of, you know, or a pack of socks. But it's like, you know, it's hard to spend, I don't know, it's hard to spend money on your wants. You know, when you have kids. It's like, I'd much rather, you know, it's like, yeah, I can buy a t-shirt, you know, for seven bucks that I like. Or I can get, you know, a couple of little toys for the kids. And usually that kind of wins out. And that is pretty fucking annoying. Thinking that way, every now and then you do want to be selfish, and I think sometimes it's healthy to be selfish. But it's like your guilt and your conscience come in, and like, oh, you could be spending, you know, money on your family. You can spend more time with your family. It's like, yeah, sometimes I need a break. Sometimes me and the wife need a date night. So it does help to uh, get that space away from your kids. I've told people plenty of times, you know, I can't miss him if I don't leave. But I am looking forward to Christmas, the Christmas season, whatever you call it. It is, you know, in my mind, it's still second to Thanksgiving as the best holiday. But, you know, it is, you know, it is a great time of year. And then, of course, you know, once it's over, you get the New Year's resolutions That no one ever fucking does. It's like I saw a meme on the internet one time where it's like... Right as the year starts, I want to open up a gym. And then in February, I want to turn it into a candy store or some shit. There's all the people say they're going to do shit. My goal, even as of now, once we get settled into the new place... I do want to start a website. You know, get the domain. You know, have like a little... Little community... That's why I do encourage people to, you know, send the parenting tips, funny stories, life hacks, anything like that, to yourparentingpodcast at gmail.com. And we can build ourselves a little, you know, parenting community, rant and rave about our kids. Because like I've said before, you know, it's it's bad to shake the baby, but it's okay to want to shake the baby. <laughs> Yeah, because as much as we love our kids, you know, sometimes they're going to be assholes and throw tantrums. I like to create a safe space where we can rant about that, a judge-free zone, like you would hear at one of the gyms, playing a shitness, I believe it's called. So hopefully once that gets started, I can let you guys know, you know, spread the word about the podcast, trying to attract, you know. So, new listeners and new sponsors, we can create a little community. I'm definitely eventually going to get a, you know, put a Facebook group together. I just, you know, I know there's a lot of parenting groups out there. Once I get the Facebook group, I gotta figure out if I can moderate it myself or just convince some poor sucker to do it for me. Just because I also work full time and have three kids. Just like most of the people that listen to this also have. A kid or three. But uh, you know, I do appreciate all the continued support. It is nice to uh, you know be able to put out something creative that you know some people seem to enjoy. I, I I will try to be more active on the social media. I know I usually just put my you know. Like my, my little Facebook posts on the new episodes up I do, I gotta figure out in The Instagram Part of it, I just I don't like taking pictures It's like I'll take pictures of the kids sometimes But even then It's like And it drives my wife crazy Because she takes A million pictures I, I don't take that many I'll give you an example Last year She had uh, I don't know iPhone 6 or 7 Something like that and she came to me, you know, was, you know, I was running kind of slow. And I looked on her phone, and I think it was a 64 gig phone. She had 40 gigs of pictures. That was more than the entire memory of my phone at the time. And I said, listen, this is your fucking problem. I was like, let's, you know, we'll get you a Google Photos account. You can upload them right to the cloud, and you can clear up the space on her phone. It took nine days to move all those pictures over. Now, granted, to her credit, some of the best pictures we've ever gotten of the kids—you know, she's been the one to take them. And usually, uh, the kids don't sit well for me for pictures, and I don't—you know—I don't like to put too many pictures of the kids on the internet because you know, the internet's a weird universe. I think that we haven't fully understood yet. But uh, I will try to figure out the Instagram. You know, put the feelers out there. And uh, my wife's part of a whole bunch of, uh, you know, parenting groups. You know, mom groups, whatever you want to call them. You know, I'll try to... You know, I don't know about Twitter. I don't know. Like, I don't really know anyone that uses it besides celebrities. And, you know, obviously I'm not famous. So I may throw in a towel on that one. But I will try to be more active on Facebook and Instagram. Because and, I think even, like, the picture for the show is just, you know, a picture my son drew. That I just wrote, you know, wrote the title of the show on, so I didn't think anybody would click on it if they had a, you know, picture of my fucking mug up there. But uh, that's the podcast. Uh, until next time, next week, episode ten, we made it. I thank you all for your continued support, and I will talk to you next week.